Welcome to The War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Well, today we're going to take a listen to a program we haven't heard before. It's uh, called Mail Call. Mail Call was another uh, program from the Armed Forces Radio Service, and we brought you several episodes of Command Performance, uh, which is the best-known series, but they had several that actually were very uh, similar on um, the Armed Forces Radio Service. Uh, there was also uh, GI Journal, which um, usually had the device of trying to be kind of like a newspaper. This one focuses more on mailed-in requests uh, from service personnel overseas. There's not a whole lot of difference between this and Command Performance, Though Command Performance tends to be just a more celebrated series, and there are a lot more episodes of that out there than Mail Call. But this is a fine musical program with just some fantastic talent, including the Andrews Sisters, whose uh, program we're going to play an episode of tomorrow. But in meantime, with host Nelson Eddy, uh, from March the 14th of 1945, here is Mail Call. Call from the United States of America. Stand by, Americans. Here's Mail Call. One big package of words and music and laughter delivered to you by the stars from whom you want to hear. In answer to the request you send to Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Today's mail call brings together most of the leading singers in Hollywood. And here to act as your master of ceremonies is the famous singing star, Nelson Eddy. up and take it, rise and shine, life's what you make it, if gloom so-and-so should get you as he soon does, shout piety, holy ho, and do just as the moon does, rise and shine, don't be a mourner, things are fine, around the corner, no harm in trying it, there's nothing to it, you can do it like the sun, rise and shine. Forsakes you and all depression takes you in tow. Rise above it, laugh it off, and say what of it. Don't dream of quitting when trouble starts and hitting you low. Stick your chin out, make your mind up that you'll win out. The Navy gave you a motto that can save you, I know.
And the next signature on your mail call letter is a man who has been a nightclub entertainer, stage and vaudeville star, and is also available for weddings, picnics, and openings of bowling alleys. Of course, I refer to Jerry Lester. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. Hey, Ralph. Uh, that was a very charming introduction, Nelson Old Bean, but you forgot to mention that I also get 25 cents an hour as a sitter. Sitter? Where do you sit? Oh, the usual place. Oh, uh... <laughs> sorry. Uh, where do I sit? Well, you see, when a married couple wants to go out, I get 25 cents an hour to stay home with the baby. Of course, if she's over 17, I pay them. <laughs> Well, anyway, Jerry, welcome to Mail Call. Well, thanks a double scad, Nels. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Did you notice how I use a subjunctive scad, scado, scadili? Uh, but frankly, I don't know why I was invited here tonight with so many singers around. It's an insult to my adenods. Oh, are you a singer, Jerry? A singer? Yeah. Draw up a stool, Harvey. Get a load of this. This is my favorite. I wanna meet the boy. I wanna meet the boy. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait a minute. That, that's enough of that. How about my favorite number? Oh, sorry, you get no shortening bread with one meatball. <laughs> Why don't I have more of those jokes? I love those. Well, as you say, Jerry, there are a lot of singers on the show. Uh, can you do anything else? Can Jerry Lester do anything else? Sit down and let me tell you about myself. It's 1936 in a great metropolitan hospital. A man lies on the operating table. Only one man can save him. The famous surgeon, Jeremiah Lester. Two years at Johns Hopkins and four years at the Mayo Clinic. And six years with Dr. IQ. <laughs> with one practiced glance at the patient, the doctor sees there's only one thing to do. He turns to his nurse and says, What are you doing tonight, babe? <laughs> All right, on with the operation. Scalpel, suture, sponge, swab, needle, thread, scissors. Ah, there. The operation is complete and the patient is saved. Doctor... What did you find? Oh, what a meat to That's very good, Jerry. But look, we don't need a doctor on this program. No? Now, if you can only recite poetry... Poetry? Or... It's the meeting of the Society of Arts and Letters. The great men of literature have all assembled to hear the greatest masterpiece of the poet laureate of England, France, Holland, and Denmark. Also, the La Brea Tar Pits. <laughs> a hush falls over the audience. The great man clears his throat and speaks. <coughs> Did you ever hear the story of the spider and the fly? Oh, the must be one that I have never heard. Cross your heart you never heard it, cross my heart and hope to die. Never heard it, never heard it. How absurd. Would you like to hear me tell it? I'd be grateful if you would. I'm fond of stories almost every kind. Well, then cuddle up beside me, dear, and promise to be good, and I'll see if I can call it to my mind. Once it was a great big spider. What's a spider? Well, a bug. And within a silken web, he made us all. What's a web? A sword, a net. Well, then tell me what's a net. Have you anything but hairpins in your dome? That's all. <laughs> Would you expect 
back time. <laughs> oh, that's very good, Jerry. That's nothing, all right. That's nothing. really all right. Very good. But look, we, we don't need poetry either. No? What we really want is something with a romantic, continental flavor. Continental? Romantic? <laughs> Vienna, champagne, the romance of a penthouse overlooking the gardens. As a beautiful woman implores him to marry her, Monsieur Lester, the handsomest man in Europe, disdains her love. Marry you? Perfoo! <laughs> I am Lester the Lone Wolf. No! <laughs> but if you don't marry me, I shall kill myself! <laughs> My dear, I shall plunge a dagger into my heart. Well, don't do it here. This is a new rug. <laughs> Go on into the kitchen. It'll match the linoleum. <laughs> but last night, you said you were insane about me. Ah, oh, ah. <laughs> ah, but that was last night. Four girls ago. <laughs> a date with the most glamorous woman in all Vienna. She is five feet four with apple green eyes, lips like ripe cherries, and she's curved like a banana. Well, good night. Darling, darling, where are you going? Out for a little fruit salad. <laughs> Why, Jerry, I had no idea you had so many talents. Next thing I know, you'll be telling me you compose songs, too. Compose songs? <laughs> is for the applesauce she gave me. B is for Bablitsky, ain't it good? C is for the cream I used to shave me. D is for the D in Hollywood at the end. E is for Egyptian, as in mummy. F is for Rahman and F and C. Put them all together, they spell apsy-def, a word that don't mean nothing to me. Next guests on mail call are so well known on jukeboxes all over the country that you'll hear them no matter where you drop your nickel. Yes, back once again in answer to your persistent requests. It's the famous Andrews Sisters. <laughs> Mr. Eddie. Hello, girls. So, you know, I, I've been a great admirer of your type of singing for a long time. Well, thank you, Mr. Eddie. And we've been admirers of yours, too, Mr. Eddie. You have? Yes. In fact, we've always wanted to play opposite you and those operettas you do. Opposite me? What? Well, that's impossible. I, I couldn't make love to three girls at one time. Oh, a square, huh? <laughs> well, it, it isn't that. Well, what I mean is, in operettas, I meet a woman on the stage, and it takes me three acts before I kiss her. Say, you could do a lot better if you took her up to the balcony. <laughs> Fine, I'll, I'll keep it in mind, but uh, now how's it about a song goes, huh? Uh, well, Voot, and here's a little ditty the guys ought to like. Saturday night is the loneliest night in the week. 
my sweetie and I used to dance cheek to cheek. I don't mind Sunday night at all, cause that's the night friends come to call. And Monday to Friday go fast, and another week is past. Saturday night is the loneliest night in the Almost as much as I like that other one you do, you know. You gotta accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Hey, Bud, do you want a job on the hit parade? <laughs> no, thanks. I don't know the words to don't fence me in. Well, now, how about coming up with another winner, huh? Well, good, good, good. Okay, sing, sing, sing.
to Eaton University. Therefore, I have a limited vocabulary. And so I use the language that I have on hand while making love to you on your veranda. Good, good, good. That's you, that's you. Nice, nice, nice. That's you, that's you. Fine, fine, fine. That's you, that's you. Thank you, Sisters Andrew. And now we turn to our next guest, a girl who is a real pinup. In fact, her picture is being dropped all over Berlin as part of our psychological warfare. <laughs> and here she is, Cass Daly. Looking handsome as usual. Well, thank you, Miss Daly. You're looking as usual, too. Ah, oh, now, come on. Don't be mean to me, Mr. Eddie. You're so big and strong, and I am so weak. Come on, why don't you put a half Nelson on me? Just a half Nelson? <laughs> only, only a little half Nelson? Huh? Yeah, that's all I want. Just a half Nelson. I only want a little you at a time, you know. <laughs> Cash, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't... Cash, you shouldn't be so anxious. Now, you should play hard to get. But I do. I'm hard to get. You are? Sure. Everybody can't whistle, you know. <laughs> but suppose you see a guy all puckered up and no noise coming out. Oh, I'm too old for Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm going on 22. Really? Yeah. Is this your second or third time around? <laughs> Oh, you can laugh all you want, Mr. Eddie, but I'll have you know that I was offered a juvenile lead in a recent picture I was. Juvenile lead? What's the name of the picture? Thunderhead, son of Flicker. <laughs> First, uh, you know, I, I'd much rather be in a picture with you. Oh, like Rosemary or that desert song, you know. I want alone. Oh, I want alone. You keep singing like that and you'll be alone. Ah, <laughs> uh, now, don't be silly. Why, I had, I've had years of operatic training. Did you say operatic training? A one to meet to buy. Jerry, this is Cass Daly. Well, hi, Jerry. Are, are you an opera singer, too? Am I an opera? Listen, kid. Figaro, 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 Figaro! Hey, Figaro, your mother wants you. Oh, uh, excuse me, folks. I just have a terrific idea. Now, with so much talent on the show, how about doing a scene from Nelson Eddy's latest picture about the Northwest Mounted Police? Well, swell. What's it called? Trapped in the Frozen North, or Why Do They Give Me These Earmuffs? <laughs> That's not where I'm cold. <laughs> As the scene opens, we find Renfrew Eddy, captain of the Mounties, on his way to Cass Daly's saloon. Where he knows he'll meet the criminal he has searched for years for. 
the madman of the North, no-nose Lester. <laughs> it's a terrible stormy night. The cruel, biting wind blows. What a wind. Giddy up, Dobbin. What a nay. I mean, what a wind. What a night. It ain't a fit night out for man or beast. Then why don't you let me stay in my stable? Why? Ah, there's Cass Daly's saloon now. Good, it's open. I'll dismount and go inside and capture No-Nose Lester. Sure, go ahead. Don't worry about me. Just leave me outside to freeze my fetlocks off. <laughs> Take it easy, kid. I'll only be a minute. Frankie and Johnny were lovers. Oh, my gosh, how they could love. It's more to be true to each other. What's on your mind, kid? I'm looking for that madman of the north, no-nose Lester. Oh, never mind him. Here we are, just, just the two of us. You know something? I'd, uh, I'd do anything for a tall man with wavy hair, I would. You would? Yeah. Come to think of it, I'd do anything for a short, baldy one, too. <laughs> for a short, baldy one, too. <laughs> now, you can't charm me with your womanly wiles. A Mountie never smokes, drinks, gambles, or fools with girls. Yeah, he just leaves his horses out in the cold. <laughs> BRR, BRR. Well, now, say, how about meeting my three entertainers? Come here, girls, and say hello to, uh, Renfrew Eddie. I'm Patty, and I'd like to throw my arms around you and give you a great big hug. And I'm Maxine, and I'd like to throw my arms around you and give you a great big kiss. I'm Laverne, and let's get started. <laughs> Not so fast, girls. I, I'm on a job. Oh, goodness. Here comes No-Nose now. Back to the piano, girls. I'll hide behind this beer keg and wait for the right moment to capture him. Nose Lester. I just robbed a stagecoach of 46,000 bob. Step up to the bar. The root beers are on me. <laughs> All right, music, music. Stop that song. Stop it. I can't stand that song. That's the only song he knows. Well, I know how to stop him. What a piano player. You killed him and he's still playing. Yeah, but not good. Come on, Cass, let's have a drink. Tonight, we celebrate. Wait a minute, no-nos. I'm a-warning you, the Mounties are after you. Oh, they don't scare me, hey? No? Nah, hey. No, hey? Nah, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. 
I can shoot bullets faster. I can shoot bullets. I can shoot bullets faster than any of them. Why, back where I come from, I'm known as Get the Lead Out Lester. <laughs> yes, sir. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. Oh, I should. <laughs> he. I should have stayed where I came from. Well, <laughs> Copper, what do you want? Are you the mad man of the North? Yep. I'll give you a higher price for your car than anyone in the country. <laughs> it's no use, no no. The jig is up. We got you dead to rights. Last week you killed four people. The week before that you killed 11 people. And the week before that you killed 26 people. Well, what are you turning me in for? It's five after 12. You're violating the curfew. Come with me. <laughs> so long, Cass, darling. Please, please, before you take me away... Let me kiss your girlfriend goodbye. Come here, dame. I'm really going to let you have it. Oh, Renfrew, aren't you going to stop him? No, you need to practice. <laughs> okay. Pucker up. Yahoo! Boy, you can tell this guy ain't from around here. How come? He don't grab me by the ears like you do. <laughs> All right, no-nos, let's get going. We'll both ride down to the jail on my horse, Dobbin. Both of you, sometimes I wish I hadn't run away from Bing Crosby. Well, goodbye, Renfrew, and remember, I'll always be waiting for you. When I'm calling you... Get 
Yes, Bailey. Thank you very much. Now, you keep singing that way, and you may be the fourth Andrews sister. <laughs> and now, in answer to several requests, I'd like to sing Alfred Hay Malott's stirring composition, The Song of the Open Road. So sweet as the thundering clatter of horses' feet and the song of the open road. Let me live and never worry about tomorrow. Why ever worry about tomorrow? For tomorrow's another day. Signatures include Nelson Eddy, Jerry Lester, the Andrews Sisters, Cass Daly, the Armed Forces Radio Service Orchestra, and yours truly, Don Wilson. This program was arranged with the cooperation of the Hollywood Victory Committee. Another mail call will be coming your way the next time you hear... This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, kencurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net. <laughs>